0: Now, for some of you who have never heard of me before, I just want to tell you, you may want to grab two pens and not just one, a couple pieces of paper, and you do want to get into a quiet place because pretty soon it's going to come fast and furious. And I've just learned that that's pretty much how God flows when he really starts taking over some things. And one of the things that I realized of stepping into my divine purpose is I stepped out of trying to please other people and what they thought my divine purpose was. So one of you just got your million-dollar secret for business and life tonight. Stepping into your divine purpose and passion means that you will have to step out of someone else's apparent idea or notion of what your divine purpose or passion should be. Your divine purpose is completely connected to strategy. You don't have to agree with me, but let me just share with you what my opinion is. And this is a free call, and we're all here loving each other, but I totally believe that there is a strategy behind everything that God does. As a matter of fact, in that great big success book that I absolutely love, it says that all things work together for good to those who love God. And, it, you know, the word all is really interesting I've studied it in the Hebrew language, and I've studied it in the Greek language, and I've studied it in the Latin, and I've studied it in the English language, and I've even studied it in a few languages that I don't even know. And all means all. And so all things (laughs) work together in God's strategy of your divine purpose and passion for business. And it is my goal, it is my intent for you tonight to realize that there is no disconnect between Sunday and Monday, between when most people tend to do what they believe as spiritual activities. Tonight it's my intention to help you to understand the difference between religious activities and spiritual activities a little bit more. But there's no disconnect in God's book with your divine purpose and passion If your divine purpose and passion is showing up on Monday, my friends, as long as you still got a heartbeat and are breathing on Tuesday, it's following you. It's in you. It's in your DNA. It was knit in you. Your gifts are completely in alignment with it. As a matter of fact, the very yearnings and cravings and desires of your heart are in alignment with your divine purpose and passion. But what happens sometimes, we get a little slippery, and we step out of strategy, and if we're not groomed, we're not mentored, we're not taught, we're not led in alignment with these divine strategies and these passions that we have, that we've been given from God, and by the way, you can ask for them, but many of you, by being in alignment with him, are going to ask for the right things so stop being so afraid. Here's my first word to you. Write this down. Stop being so dang afraid of what you're asking God for, all right? Because some of you need to realize that the very yearnings and passion of your heart are exactly in alignment with what he designed you to do. For example, an eagle seeks out the most difficult storm he seeks out the eye of the storm and a robin does not an eagle seeks out the eye of the storm he seeks out the roughest place he seeks out different terrain than a bluebird why because his designer designed him to seek that It's not because he woke up one day and said, I am an eagle, and I think I will go hunt the eye of a storm. No. It's because before he was even, you know, hatched, and we weren't hatched, (laughs) we were born, created, and I believe far more than just intelligently, I believe we were created divinely. Not intelligently, divinely. Because intelligently is still just limited to man. We've been created divinely by that which is way beyond man. We're talking now into the cosmos and the universe. And some of you, lest you think I'm going to get all esoteric on you, don't even worry about it. I'm not one of those hooky-spooky, you know, nutcrackers who believes that, you know, I'm just going to evolve into my divine potential. No, you were born with it, baby. And it's about time it starts birthing itself in you. You're not going to evolve into it. The very conflict that you have that makes you think you need to evolve in it shows me that you have it and you are denying it. I saw a very popular marketer today put out a newsletter that said that she believed she was going to evolve, that the world is evolving into her divine purpose. Baloney! The very fact that you think you've got to evolve into something better tells me that she's fighting her divine purpose because I believe that's your divine purpose, your divine potential, the divine thing that God put you here on the earth to do. That the earth will be robbed if you don't do it. Want to write that down? It ain't about you, my friends. It's about time we get over ourselves. The earth will be shortchanged if you don't follow your divine purpose. And here's the deal. Many times people say to me in coaching and counselings and blog posts and emails and social media direct messages, all kinds of things that make me really wonder what kind of crackerjack they have been smoking. And I say this with love and respect and honor because let me break this to you gently. I come from a home where my mom spent half my life in a psychiatric ward. Where the very first time that I encountered sexual and physical abuse was so young that I was beginning to demonstrate signs of it by the time I was 5. That by the time I was 11, I was already sexually active in a way that was completely dysfunctional, Gang raped by the time I was 20. And some of you are like, holy crap, what is she talking about all this on a business call? Because some people look at me and they go, oh, Sandy, you just touch everything and it turns to gold. Oh, Sandy, you must come from good lineage. Oh, Sandy, you must not ever fear. Oh, Sandy, you must never have struggle. Oh, Sandy, you must never have depression. No, let me tell you what. I have broken so many rules that the, that are set up that are supposed to show that you're perfect. I have been into so many situations that if the grace of God is not real, what has happened with my life is a complete scandal. Seriously, I'm not like proud of it, but I am beyond every fiber in my being proud of what he has done in me. And my purpose and my passion and my goal is that that will shine so dang lightly that it will dispel the darkness that hides from you what your passion is. Yeah, was gang-raped in my 20s, was literally groomed for performance-based acceptance, had so many issues with depression, so many issues with anxiety, it felt like a drug in my veins for more than half of my life. It literally began to manifest itself as multiple diseases at one point. And there came these words many times, we don't know what will be next. Okay, so now we're dealing with she's had emotional trauma, she's had physical trauma, she's had sexual trauma, she's had religious trauma. On top of that, all of that manifested itself into a really bad management of my finances. So as you hear how I've been able to get to the point of no longer having debt, of being able to build many multi-million dollar companies of being able to give away tens of thousands of dollars every month so that others can have who have not, so that others can eat who don't have any food to eat, so babies can find their forever home, so women and boys and children and men can find hope who have none. Please remember that I've also worked my way through the thickest crap to get here. Why am I so bold? Why don't I really care anymore whether or not somebody gets it or doesn't get it, likes me or doesn't like me? Because your divine purpose is at stake. And if I can do anything in the earth, I'd like to be a repairer of the breach between your purpose and where you are right now. And let me say this, if you think that your purpose is connected to no longer having any fear, I'm here to tell you, fear will always be present in the earth. What you must have is the ability to overcome your fear. Having a fearless life means that you have a pulseless heart. Having a life with no fear means that your brain cells don't work anymore. Because fear, my friends, is just a part of what happens to operate here in the earth. But the reality is it's not what's happening here in the earth that's duping you, that's blocking you, that's preventing you. It's what you're doing with it. In the book, The War of Art... The reality is this, that Stephen Pressfield says, and I'm going to interview Stephen Pressfield in April. It's going to be a free interview. It's not going to cost you any money to attend. His book completely rocked my world. One of the statements that he said is that if you have no fear, you really don't have a war of your art. What does he mean by that? Well, the artist, the one with a purpose to fulfill, many times, has this inner war, this inner turmoil that they must overcome to fulfill what they're designed to do. And my friends, I want to talk to you tonight about strategy and slippery. Are you going after your divine purpose with strategy? Are you going after it on a slippery slope to nowhere? It is slippery to think that you're going to get to a point where there's no fear. No, you have to get to the point where you take fear and you tell fear, obey me. I'm not obeying you no more. Where you recognize fear and you make fear captive over your will rather than in your will be its prisoner. You see, fear is nothing more than false evidences that appear real. And many times they can appear so dang real, you can feel the adrenaline in your bloodstream. You can feel it manifested in your bones. You can feel it when someone walks in the room. You go swimming in the polluted sea of what if, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And before you know it, you're completely intoxicated with fear. So does that mean that when you connect with your divine purpose and your divine passion, there's no more fear? No, it means that you look at fear and you say, when I am afraid, I will trust in him who is greater than any fear. When I am afraid, I will be what he has designed me to be and not some pawn that fear would like me to be. Can you tell I'm a little passionate about this message? Some of you may think that in order to reach your divine purpose and your divine destiny, you're going to have everything all laid out.
1: You're going to have all your
0: time management in a row.
1: You're going to have all
0: your financial issues in a row. You're going to have all things mapped out perfectly. You're going to have everything all set, and you're basically just going to wake up every morning and step into your blessing. Well, the reality is this. Yes, when you understand your divine purpose and passion, you will wake up every morning, and it will be more natural for you to step into your blessing than to step into that fear pit. But the reality is this, you're going to have some days where life throws at you a curveball and you're going to think to yourself, I didn't sign up for
1: this.
0: (laughs) Then what happens is the making of a champion is revealed. At that very moment, you're not evolving into your divine purpose. You're making a split-second decision. What will it be? Champion a pawn of fear. The reality is, it's not as foggy as so many people think it is. One of the things that will shake you out of your fear, of your complacency, of your procrastination, of your worry, of your obsessiveness, of your compulsiveness, of your addictiveness, of all of these things, one of the things that will typically really help shake you out of that, is to be with someone who has nothing according to what this world's standards are. You know, this TV show, The Secret Millionaire, is rocking my boat. Yesterday on the episode, he mentioned the hospital where I birthed my kids, the roads where he was walking. I wasn't raised and born there But I remember, I'm 47 years old, pink hair tattooed, diamond in the nose and all. (laughs) That's what my God does, because 20 years ago, my word, I looked like I was 60. So much pain, so much disease, so much stress, so much fear. Oh, my gosh. Had 60 more pounds on my body and felt like I had 160 more on my back. The reality is this. I stand before you, one who gives you this message. If the grace of God is not real, this is a scandal. Because he's no respecter of persons. I didn't earn this. I didn't, like, you know, get bonused this. The reality is, this was my divine destiny and purpose. And I stepped into it. And each day when it felt wearying, when I felt maybe even sometimes misjudged, when I felt injustice, when I felt unsafe, when I felt confused, when I felt fill in the blank. Cause that great success book says to me, there is no temptation that comes onto you that isn't coming to everyone. We need to stop thinking we're the only ones who get depressed. We need to stop thinking we're the only ones who deal with fear. We need to stop thinking we're the only ones who deal with apathy. We need to stop thinking we're the only ones who have confusion and procrastination. No, it's common with everybody. But what's uncommon is what you do with it. What's uncommon is to take the mindset of a champion. Strategy. Do you know what the definition of strategy is? The definition of strategy comes from the Greek word strategia. It means to develop a plan, a method, or a series of maneuvers. The word strategy comes from a word that comes from the root in the Greek that is a military word. Strat means army. And strategia comes from the word egos, which means to lead. It's not ego like you're thinking. It's e g s which means to lead. What does this mean? <laughs> It means it's a word of generalship. It means a word of leadership. It is a plan, a method, a series. I'm going to prove to you before the end of this call, you cannot build a business living in a slippery life. Slippery thoughts create a slippery life. Flippery behavior creates a slippery life. A strategic thought, a strategic plan. You've got to have a counter, my friend, for the fear. I don't know what your counter is. Mine happens to be the Word of God and the living God. Because I have tried everything else. And it's come up wanting. It's come up lacking. You know, meditation that gives you an anxiety disorder. Hmm, how does that work? You know what I'm saying? This may not be what you know you think is your answer all I know is <laughs> I once was probably one of the most crippled with fear individuals who ever walked the earth Do I still deal with fear yeah but it's not a plague it's not a uh, it's not something that is on my back 24/7 See champions the only difference between a champion and someone who's a pawn is that they make a conscious choice a strategy, if you will. A strategy. Sometimes people think that in order to reach their divine purpose that they're gonna have all their questions answered. All the fogginess is gonna go away. Fooey, fooey. That doesn't take any faith to have all your questions answered. That doesn't take any faith to have all your strategies pieced together. Some of you heard me mention a man in the 1800s who fed orphans by the name of George Mueller. You know what? Why am I telling you this on a business call? Because there's all kinds of business teachers who are teaching how to manifest this and how to have faith for that and how to levitate that and how to meditate that. All I'm going to tell you is this. Faith is the substance of things not seen. It is the evidence of things hoped for, in plain English, it is the DNA of your divine purpose and your passion. George Mueller fed orphans and literally by faith prayed in over billions of dollars in today's economy into the orphanage without ever soliciting, begging anyone's help. And I'm not going to go off on my rant of what I think most ministries are just a bunch of whining beggars with no faith. Do you know that George Mueller actually wouldn't even pray with anybody about something if he believed they didn't believe? (laughs) That's a really interesting thing, isn't it? The world is plagued with a bunch of unbelieving believers. Mm. You might want to write that down. That's slippery, being an unbelieving believer. The reality is this. He had a strategy. For how do you feed orphans when you don't have the ability to feed them? You ask him who owns the universe and cares more about the orphans than you could even comprehend. By the way, He's the same one who cares about you. He's the same one who sees you every day. He's the same one who knows every hair in your head. He knows every cell in your body. There ain't no trial you've ever been through. He knows every mistake. He knows every challenge. He knows it all. And the reality is this. You're not a failure till you quit. Slippery is the equivalent of quitting. Strategy I want to talk to you about today. Are you building your business and your life with strategy, or are you still guessing as you move forward? Strategy means that you listen to your prospects. Strategy means that you listen when a way to build a business and be successful comes across. Interesting to me, how many people came to a free call to listen to someone whose life has been completely, like, rocked. (laughs) And changed and evidence proving there's such a thing as the miraculous. Interesting to me how many people say they're following strategy, they're building strategy, they're very strategic in their business, but the reality is slippery. Because they'll listen to training, they'll read books, they'll get instruction when they have time. That's slippery, my friends. Strategy. Strategy, listening is a strategy. Guessing, that's slippery. You know, there's nothing wrong with being creative or brainstorming, but sometimes, many times, it's an excuse for no face. It's an excuse for sabotaging ourselves. Let me ask you a few questions. It's so interesting to me when I say to people, well, I I thought that this might work. And I I guess, I I mean, I assumed this might be a great idea. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, where is the basis of the guessing? Do you realize that there is nothing that you are lacking? You just don't have the knowledge yet. None of you, there's no reason any of you cannot build a business. There's no reason any of you can't be an amazing entrepreneur-type employee because, by the way, I hate to break it to you, not everybody's designed to run a company. So if you're on this call and you want to make more money but you really have absolutely no desire whatsoever to run a company, it's possible that you're going to increase your income by serving someone else in a company. That's called strategy. Slippery is try to become like someone else because they're making money, so you figure if you become like them, you'll make money too. Slippery. Strategy means you pay attention when people are saying what succeeds in business. Strategy means when someone says, this quadrupled my results in 21 days, you take notes. Slippery says, well, I don't know. I don't know whether that will work for my name. I don't know. And it pulls out a slingshot and tries to put holes in everything. Strategy means we don't guess. Can you imagine guessing through life? Can you imagine guessing whether or not that liquid in that gas station is supposed to be gasoline? Can you imagine if nothing was labeled and there's six liquids in a gas station and you need fuel for your car so you guess? One of them will make your car run and the others could blow it up with you in it. Guessing. (laughs) pardon me, does not work, guessing. Can you imagine if my husband were to guess as he does electrical components in his engineering job, on vehicles, on trucks, on cars, on machines? Some of them would make it work great. Others could, like, completely blow the inside of it and melt it by by wrong wiring. Can you imagine if he guessed? Can you imagine if you opened a medicine cabinet, and in the medicine cabinet are maybe some medications, and maybe there's some herbs, and maybe there's some um, substances that you're supposed to take only if you ingest poison. Can you imagine if you guessed what you were supposed to take by the colors, (laughs) by how you felt about the liquid in the containers? Why am I using such an example like this? Because I see this all the time. I see a bunch of people gather who've never made $50,000 online, and they're all guessing. Oh, pardon me. Let's call it masterminding because it was smarter. Guessing. Guessing. I don't know. When you've looked, you know, disease, cancer, chemo, debt, depression, all the things in the face that I have, and you come back to live it, you get a really high no BS meter. I didn't hang out with a bunch of people who've never made any money and ask for consultation for them when I began to build my company's strategy. Some of you have said I don't I don't understand where all your strategy come from. I'm sharing secrets with you. I don't take advice for my business from people who've never made money in business. Does that mean that I don't love my say my in-laws? Does that mean that I don't love and honor say, my my family members, does that mean I don't love and honor some of the people at my church? Does that mean that I don't love and honor somebody who lives next door and, you know, has a great life and maybe even drives a Mercedes? No, that's not what that means. But it means when it comes to doing strategy for my next email campaign, I don't ask them. And what's so funny to me is there's groups popping up every single thinking hour on Facebook where a bunch of people like gather together to, uh, they say join in, you know, in common likeness because they're all trying to build a business, but nobody's ever made any money in a business. That's not strategy. That's slippery. My friends, we have only 24 hours in the day. Why do we think we can keep guessing our way through business? Fact of the matter is strategy. You are not going to ever make the money that you want or that you say that you need without strategy. Write that down. And your divine purpose, the passion inside of you, possesses a strategy for what you should be good at. That's why one of the biggest things I do in my coaching calls is I try to get right to the core of who the person is. What is it that drives you? What is it that you love? What is it that you're really good at naturally? What is it the thing that you're constantly dismissing, saying, no, I could never do that, but it's the thing that you love to do? What is the thing that you do after work? What is the thing that you would do if you never got paid for? What is the thing that people constantly talk about when it's relation to you? What is the thing that drives you? What is the thing that you yearn for? What is the thing that even at the end of a full day of work, you're like, oh, I can't let this thing go. For me, writing and teaching, writing and helping others. I had a ton of things I had to overcome. Oh, my gosh. I was born in the 60s. Women don't do these kinds of things. Hello? all kinds of different things, but God had put strategy in me, strategy. You're not going to make the kind of money that you want without strategy. You're not going to make the kind of money that you want, my friends, without one very key ingredient. You know, Dun & Bradstreet does a lot of research on companies, and when you read reports, this is how I, you know I read publications of people who send out millions of emails a week. And when I make a decision that the best day of the week to ever send out your newsletter is Monday and Thursday, write that down. When I make a decision and teach my clients the best time to send out your newsletter is before 7 a.m. Eastern Time. And people say to me, well, don't you think it's better at this time? And I always read it at this time. And don't you think it's better at this time? And I never read it at that time. And don't you think that it makes more sense than it at this time? Here's my answer. None of that makes any matter to me. What I think, what I guess, what I thought, what I presume doesn't make any sense to me. What makes sense to me is the data from people who are sending hundreds of of thousands and millions of pieces of email every week. What are they doing? When does it say people open it up more? When does it say people respond? And the data shows Monday and Thursday before 7 a.m. So is it a strategy that somehow or another I meditated in God? No. I asked those who were doing it far more than I do. Strategy. When I wanted to learn how to create a banner for my website, and I wanted to know which side to put my face on, and I wanted to know where do you put your opt-in, where do studies show in heat maps that when people go to hundreds of thousands of blogs, where do their hands go? Where does the mouse tend to always go, whether you're left-handed or right-handed no matter what gender you are no matter what race you are no matter what income you are where do they go on the website and i get the information and i hear that people tend to gravitate the most important place of your real estate on your website is the upper right-hand corner all righty then and that needs to be where my opt-in goes in the upper right-hand fold i don't sit here and i go well you know it looks better to me on this side well I think it was more congruent on this side. Well, yeah, I personally think, I personally like, none of that matters to me. My strategy, that's slippery to me. What I think, what I like, what I imagine my work. I want to ask people who study this, like mad scientists. And over and over and over again, companies that rise and fall have been studied. We live in an information age, my friends, where there's nothing lacking. Nothing. Nothing. You can get all the information that you need on how to build any kind of business. The bottom line is far too many people following slippery paths. Far too many people not using strategy. Do you want to know what the number one reason why people fail in business is? Whatever you're doing right now, stop. Let me share with you the number one reason why people fail in business. It's not lack of customers. It's not lack of finances. It's not fear of success. It's not fear of failure. It's not fear at all. It's not because their spouse doesn't support them. It's not because their kids don't understand. It's not, these are some of the things that I hear all the time, it's not because they're a minority Seriously, tons of people come from all kinds of backgrounds, All kinds of hardship. The Secret Millionaire show's full of it. I am so tired of the excuses that people get, Well, we're minorities and we gotta work harder. No, you know what? Go be who God designed you to be and go make all those people who had life a whole lot easier than you had look stupid because you plow through all the things that were against you, you overcome them, you cancel all those things that maybe were spoken over your life, all those judgments that were set against you, and you rise to the top. I'm a woman. According to the national statistics, I'm supposed to be qualified as a minority. Female entrepreneurs are supposed to be a minority. Fooey! I'm a child of the living God. I am a daughter of the King of Kings. He owns the entire universe and said to me, Baby girl, if you need, you need to know anything about anything, you need any wisdom, ask. And he said in that great book in the book of James, and I will give it. And I will give it generously to you, baby girl. I don't care what your income is. I don't care where your neighborhood is. I don't care what your lineage is. I don't care. He said, I will give it generously without judgment. So whenever anybody says to me, because of, I mean, I've seen people who are blind who run multimillion dollar companies. I've seen people in wheelchairs who run multimillion dollar companies. I've seen people who literally come from homelessness and go make millions of dollars. And then I see people who have life handed to them on a silver platter, and they're still <gasps> trying to get
1: over their fear of success, trying to get over forgiving their parents. You know what?
0: When you come from where I've come from and you've come through this kind of stuff I've come from, you get to the point where you think, what the heck is the deal? Why do people make so many slippery excuses to prevent them from their divine purpose and their divine passion? My friends, each of us was wired with a DNA to fulfill what we are designed to do. And look around you. Look around you. God is the one who puts things in order who calls those things that are not as though they were. He's the one who raises people up, and he's the one who takes things down low. He's the one who does that. And he said, if you lack wisdom, ask. My question is, if you lack strategy, why aren't you asking for it? You want strategy for business? Some people build their business by buying a bunch of courses like they buy a bunch of lottery tickets. Have you ever seen people do that? They buy a bunch of lottery tickets and they line them all up and they go,
1: "Oh, oh, let's play a lottery
0: ticket and see which one's going to give us our future. Sometimes people do that with business courses. See, my friends, I hope that I have two things that are so infectious it's worse than the bubonic plague. The first one is joy. I hope that whenever you're around me, you catch a little joy. I hope the other thing you catch from me is a major no BS meter (laughs) for your own life. And that means bologna sandwich for all of you who are thinking something different. God is helping me to purify my speech. (laughs) Okay? And so here's the deal. We need to look at the BS in us. And then we can be more set to look at the BS in others. But unfortunately, we're constantly looking at others to validate ourselves. We're constantly seeing where other people are and thinking why we're not there. We're constantly looking where other people are, and we got judgments. And we're constantly looking where other people are, and we've got bitterness. We've got constantly looking where other people are, and we've got unforgiveness. You know that great success book that I love? Uh, Jesus said one time that, you know what, before you can help somebody else with their stuff, you've got to get that stuff out of your own eye. Sandy's loose paraphrase, get the redwood forest out of your own eyeballs before you help somebody else get the toothpick out of theirs. It's really interesting to me. As I began to work on my own crap, my own weaknesses, my own judgments, my own bitterness, my own failures, my own fears, my own worries, it's amazing to me how amazing everybody else started to look. I'm going to say that again. When I didn't work on my own stuff and I constantly tried to control and manipulate and and hover over everybody around me, everybody around me looked dysfunctional, looked in trouble, looked like they had problems. And when I flipped the switch and I began to work on myself more than anything else around me, it's interesting to me how amazing people began to look. How even the homeless began to look with someone with enormous potential. How the person with everything who had no humility and had pride and ego began to look like someone with very little potential. It's interesting what happens when you take on new strategy. Let me tell you what happens when you have strategy. You leave the slippery slope. My friends, we gotta get past our fear. We gotta get past our pride. We gotta get past our ego. We gotta get past our self-sabotage. We gotta get past our stinking doubt. We gotta get past our worry. You are never, ever, ever, write this down, ever gonna build a business with judgments in your heart. You're not gonna build a business with fear. You're not gonna build a business with ego, which is a false identity covering up who you really are. And one of the biggest problems that I see in business, and i got about 15 minutes to get this out, help me God, (laughs) is this, because I am going to open up the lines for questions and I am going to do for you what we promised to do, is this. Tons of people say to me they just need more money. Tons of people say to me they have worry about money. They can't be successful because they have problems with their money. They're concerned about making a lot of money. They're concerned about not having enough money. They fear money. They worry about money. My friends, write this down. Money is an intangible thing that holds way too many power in people's lives. Let me ask you, how does coinage, a dollar bill, how does a silver coin, gold, platinum, how does that hold so much power? Answer this for me. Does a super Superball hold so much power? No, that sounds stupid, doesn't it? It's just a little ball, super Superball. Does a light bulb hold as much power as many people give money? No. But what's so interesting to me is how did coins, silver, gold, dollar bills, and all that end up with so much power? You know why? Because people are living slippery lives <laughs> and they put all their power into this thing. You see, money has no power. It's not a living substance. It's actually reflecting living substances around it. So how you look at money when you say you have money worries, no, you don't. You just have worry, and you're trying to pawn it off on money. I understand what it's like to go to bed at night and have a sick, nauseating thing. I know what it's like to vomit because you have so much debt and you feel so stupid about the way that you've spent your money. I understand what it's like to be so addicted to finding something else to buy so you feel better about yourself and then you feel disgusting after you buy it. I know what it's like to go and make a ton of money and lose it all. I know what it's like to let go of a dream house and move into a thousand square foot home be completely debt-free, and have to deal with every sick and disgusting lie in my own self about money. My friends, that's called strategy, where you do the time, and you learn the truth about money. Here's the truth you need to learn. I hope you take away with this call tonight. Money has no power. You're giving it power. It's interesting because far too many religious circles have used this word, money, as the root of all evil. No, it ain't. That is not even what the Bible says about money. It says the love of money. What is the love of something? If I have a love of a car, if I have a love for someone else, if I have a love for a human being, what is that? It's a passionate soul tie. It's a yearning. It's a craving. It's a desire. My friend, a love for money is not a strategy for success in your business. How many times you're going to hear from me, somebody who's done millions of dollars in business, who's made millions of dollars for myself and my clients, who is believing God for hundreds of millions of dollars, so I can flip this world on its side, help as many babies as I can, help as many people who have none, I can help as many people to be successful as I can, before either Jesus comes back to take me or I go home to see him. (laughs) Until I cross the finish line, that is my goal. And one of the issues is you got to get past your love of money. It's interesting to me because, you see, the root issue is the issue. Money ain't the issue. It's the root. It's the root that we have with issues that are the problem, not money itself. The root is an issue. The root is where the power is. The root, write this down, the root is where life is attached to it. You see, when you have a root of bitterness, you've given life to bitterness. When you have a root of unforgiveness, you've given life to unforgiveness. When you have a root of a problem with money, you've given life and all your power to money. What does this look like? It's interesting to me. Money is not a living thing. And for everybody who thinks they need to be afraid of money, let me read to you a a verse in that great success book, Ecclesiastes 10.19. A feast is made for laughter, and wine makes life merry. Yes, it does. Thank you, God. But money is the answer for everything. Holy smoke, somebody just fell out of their religious chair. <laughs> Look it up if you don't believe me. Go to Google. Type in Ecclesiastes 1019. It says money is the answer for everything. It doesn't say the love of money. It just says that money answers everything interesting, isn't it? Oh my God. What does it mean? Money is the answer to everything. In the Hebrew word, it means Anahim, and I I hope there's some of my Jewish friends on the call. Please forgive me. I have just slaughtered that word. I am not Uh, Jewish, I am not Hebrew, I absolutely love to study the language, and I'm not really good at at, at, um, translating it and speaking it, but the Hebrew word for answer means that it pays attention to, it responds to, oh my gosh, listen to this, my friends, it gives heed to, it listens to, listen to that, money, Answers everything. Money is the answer to everything. It's paying attention to everything. It has absolutely no power on its own. None. Money is going to pay attention to what you, my friend, do. And if you're not following a strategy in business, increasing your skill, the thing that people lack in business, the thing that people like really, it's said and done in Dun & they don't lack customers, they don't lack finances, they lack skill. That's it. The only reason people don't succeed in business is because they didn't have the skill and then they didn't use it. So you see, it's not financial problems that people go down under in business. It's the lack of skill of how to manage the finances. It's the lack of skill on how to increase the finances. It's the lack of skill of how to be prudent with the finances. Because money answers everything, so it's not the money issue. It's the issue of a lack of skill. If you don't like to talk to people because you have fear of talking to people, it's not really fear of talking to people. It's that you don't possess the skill to talk to people without fear. If you, have, you think you can't write any copy, that doesn't mean you're a pathetic writer and you're stupid. It just means you lack the skill to write copy. It's interesting to me because it can be taught. It really can. Stories of it everywhere. Stories of overcomers everywhere. Those are the kind of books I like to read. People who have no skill. But they have a divine purpose and a design and a passion and they get skill and they put their life into that skill. I don't know why God put this in me and I thank him finally after years of fighting it. But since I was a wee little girl, I've had a desire to run a big company. Since I was a wee little girl, I've had a desire to impact millions of people. Since I was a little girl... I used to have dreams of people getting bigger who were small, (laughs) of people like raising from the dead. (laughs) And and, and honestly, I've asked God for the ability to raise businesses from the dead. (laughs) I know. You know, when you have come from what I've come from, you just get really risky what you're asking for. And then I said to him, I need skill. So I invested into my skill. It's interesting to me. Because, you see, I didn't ask for more money. I asked for more skill on how to make money, and money answered my question. I asked for more skill on how to increase my closing ratios, and it answered. I asked for more skill on how to use social media, and it answered. I asked for more skill on how to get pay-per-click, and it answered. I didn't go on QVC and buy another stinking piece of jewelry that was not going to satisfy the inner longings of my heart. I didn't go buy another stinking car or another stinking house that I can't afford that wasn't going to answer the inner longings of my heart. I took the money, downsized, and invested it into skill. And it's interesting to me. Compare all the things you can invest into. that strategy. You can invest into the stock market. You can invest into, like, you know, foreign currencies. You can invest into real estate or you can invest into something that you have 100% control over what the return is. That investment, my friends, is strategy, it's skill. Invest into your own skill. Money's just a mirror for what the real issue is. I hear people say all the time, I worry about money, we never have enough, we always struggling, we never get ahead, and then they try to build a business. That is slippery, I promise you, 100% of worry, inordinate fear, or preoccupation with money, I truly believe with all of my heart the root is judgment. Judgments against money, judgments against the rich, judgments against not having enough, judgments against not waiting long enough, judgments with impatience, judgments of greed, judgments of consuming and not willing to work hard but wanting things now. I mean, this whole stinking plague that has hit the internet. You just put up a website and you can make six figures. Oh, fooey! You need to invest into yourself and get strategy. And that, my friends, is what's going to help you get to six figures. It's going to help you get to six figures. The reality is this. If anybody could put up a website, create a lead capture, put up a blog and make six figures, would we have the rate of unemployment that we do? Uh no, less than 10% of Americans make six figures. But let me share something with you what happens. If you had the ability to make $100 an hour and you had a job offer, like let's say at Apple, and the head of HR said to you, you need to learn this skill. And if you learn this skill, we'll pay you $100 an offer. An hour. Now, the reality is many won't, some will. Many won't. Many are not going to invest in to learn that skill. Many are going to whine about the person who got the skill to make $100 an hour. Many are going to rag and call themselves a victim. It has to do because they're females. It has to do it because they're, you know, of the color of their skin. It has to do it because of their bloodline. I'm sorry. I hope I've dispelled all of that. I had so many odds against me, it doesn't make any sense. But I did invest into my skill. You know what? Money is no respecter of persons either. It answers to where the one who manages it goes. The reality is this. If you were offered a job that could pay you $100 an hour and you were told you need to take these classes, you'd be amazed at how many people would get the child care that they need. How many people wouldn't go into this war of, well, I really feel like I'm supposed to build a business, but I really feel like I'm supposed to be with my kids. Well, the reality is if you can't feed your kids right now on the income that you have, you have two choices, starve or get some skill. Personally, I don't think God's pleased with people who say, well, God wants me to be with my kids, but we're all starving. I think mommies and daddies many times need to work together and do whatever they can to get food in those kids' bellies. Why? Because in America, most of us can do that. You see people on The Secret Millionaire who are doing everything they can. If they can't go make more money, they go serve somewhere so they can get food for their kids. They're doing everything they can, and yet I see some lazy, faith-based people sometimes who say, No, no, I'm just going to stay home, and God's going to drop money into my bank. FOOY! That's not how it works. That's not, not how the economic laws of commerce and financial prosperity work. I watch The Secret Millionaire. I see some of the most wealthiest people, and I'm sorry, it's not the guess. It's not the guess, It's not the millionaire who's secret. I see the most wealthiest people doing anything they can to help their fellow man, doing anything they can to make life better, doing anything that they can to invest into their skill, some of them going to school, some of them helping out with a shelter, some of them learning a trade, some of them being a servant, doing anything that they can. And then I see people who have two computers, three cell phones, two Internet connections, Comcast cable, uh, DSL service, two cars, a house they can't afford, and they are begging God for more money. I'm sorry, this is the passion that is coming out of my heart. The reality is this, my friends. Are we building a business slippery or are we building a business with strategy? Are we building a business giving everything that we've got towards the business? My friend, strategy says if I'm going to build a business, I'm going to do the things that take a business that a business owner does. It doesn't mean I'm going to talk on Facebook all day and then all of a sudden these people are going to magically fill up my opt in I'm going to write an e-book, and all these people are going to come and get my ebook. That's not going to build a business. But the thing is, the knowledge on how to build a list and how to write an e-book and how to inscre- increase your skills available, we just have to take a personal responsibility of what are we doing with our time? What are we doing with our money? Are we expecting to go through a bunch of free training and make six figures? A slippery entrepreneurship is not free my friends nobody got a job for six figures because somebody is just a handout Mm -mm. it's an increase of skill the marketplace pays you for your value how do you increase your money increase your value increase your value if something's not working change it do something different doing the same thing over and over again and thinking you're gonna get a different result that's insanity cuckoo you can't walk in a circle and think one day you're going to get in a straight line. not going to happen, as long as you're walking in a circle. We're not going to make six figures guessing. We're not going to make six figures meditating. We're not going to make six figures hoping. We're not going to make six figures just praying. My friends, many people just need to make 50000 a year to get out of their trouble, and that's not going to happen without strategy. What is strategy? Strategy is a plan. Strategy is a method. Taking a class isn't strategy. Acting on what you learn in the class is strategy. Implementing is strategy. Stephen Pressfield has a new book coming out that follows the war of art. That's what I'm going to interview him about. It's about doing whatever it takes. That's strategy. Doing it like your life, your destiny, your purpose, your passion depends on it. And my friends, I asked a question today, uh, last week on my website, what is the biggest thing hindering you from your divine purpose and passion? And I love and I bless and I honor each and every person who filled out the form. I guarantee you that by the end of this call, some people are wishing they could have deleted their entry. (laughs) Don't worry about it. There's no condemnation with strategy. There's just forgiveness. You just forgive yourself. You just get over it. But the reality is this. Fear is not holding you back. Lack of money is not holding you back. Your husband, your wife is not holding you back from your divine purpose. It's not. Worry is not holding you back. Lack of time management, it's not holding you back. All of these things are nothing more than circumstances, situations. And my friends, it's not all of these circumstances in life that make what you're living in a daily result. It's what you're doing with it. Are you taking a strategy? Or are you taking a slippery path? I am going to call out four people who I desire to give the Total Online Blueprint, which is a $1,000 course that we've just published with DVDs, With CDs, with over 300 pages of workbooks, it cost me over $20,000 to produce the sucker. Don't think for one minute that you take strategy, produce products, hire videographers, host an event, have audio people there, editing people, duplicating, all these other different things. Don't think for one minute, and it all started with 20,000, it ended up closer to almost 40,000 to produce the whole dang thing. And it's available to you for $997? I don't have any idea why anybody wouldn't take advantage of it. I remember when I was investing into my skill, and we would eat less. (laughs) We would eat oatmeal. (laughs) We would eat, you know, as a family. We worked on what can we pinch. Let's turn off the Comcast for a year. Let's do whatever we can. I'm just sharing with you what I did. And it's paid me handsomely. And to this day, I still invest into my skill. I stand before the living God, taking it very seriously. How many of you come to me for skill? If you call yourself a coach or a leader or a trainer and you're not investing into your skill, you need to repent and ask God for forgiveness. And then go invest into your skill. But out of all the people who poured their heart out about what is hindering your divine purpose and what does your life look like when you remove that, I have some people that I want to call on that have won this. If you have won this, I want you to write to amity, A-M-I-T-Y, at a RealChange.com. And she is going to ask for your address, and we will ship this out to you, and I will be praying over this for you. Actually, by the way, every product that leaves our warehouse, I pray over. Every course that we produce, I pray over. I'm giving you strategy, friends. You might want to write it down. <laughs> I pray over my blog posts. I pray over my newsletters. I pray over my opt-in offer. I pray over my social media profile. I pray over my tweets. I pray over pray over my Facebook posts. I laid on the floor before Amity introduced me, and I said, God, I have nothing to say. I will open my mouth. If you don't speak, I'm shutting it. <laughs> I'm telling you, obviously I'm just a human being, but I pray that you only, here's what I do as well on a call, I pray that you only remember what he wanted you to remember. I pray that it hits you like a ton of bricks, realigns your divine purpose and passion to activation. I pray that no one's dreams remain dead. I pray that no one's business remains dead. And I pray that he gives me an anointing of activation over businesses. And so as these are leaving our warehouse, uh, Golda Smith, Margot Turner, Eric Jarrett, and Jenny Dolby, you have won the total online blueprint kit. My prayer for you is that you will saturate yourself in it. When I have been learning from courses, I don't listen to them once, I don't listen to them twice. The $5,000 course that I just recently purchased from Dan Kennedy, I don't listen to it once, not just twice, over and over and over and over again. I listen to it while I'm asleep. I watch the DVDs on a separate monitor while I'm working passively. I learn passively and I learn uh, non-passively, aggressively. I have activated knowledge where I'm listening and taking notes. And then I have times when I listen to it while I'm in the shower. I am listen to it while I'm passing the vacuum. I listen to it while I'm in the car. I listen to it at any moment where there may be just a downtime. I don't spend my time watching the dang TV all day programming me for failure. I watch time reading books and listening to DVDs and reading through workbooks and going back over things I learned two years ago and asking God and begging God as I'm going through these things, activate this in me. I'm sharing with you strategy. If you read the article today, uh, that didn't pop out of a hat. Strategy. Strategy. And so those of you who won these, I'm going to say your names again. I hope that you will saturate yourself in this. And the minute you open it up, ask God to impart to you what you need to fulfill your destiny. I'm sowing $4,000 into four people's future. $1,000 each. That's how serious I am. About their destiny. Golda Smith, Margot Turner, Eric Jarrett or Garrett, and Jenny Dolby. Now I actually have a few guests that I'd like to bring on the line. One of my guests is actually out of British Columbia who's been working with me, and she's got a story that's just amazing that I wanna share with you. I also wanna say that if you are involved in any capacity in our gold, ruby, or diamond program, and you're on the line with me, or you're on the webcast, please dial in. I'd love to have you hit star two if you have any kind of strategy that you have received or any kind of result since you've been in that program. Now let me see if Victoria, are you on the line?
2: I am right here.
0: All righty. Now you're just gonna have to get over it because I'm gonna brag about you, and I know that okay. times you're not comfortable <laughs> with people bragging about you. But I'm gonna <laughs> brag about you. She's not only an amazing uh, designer and graphics artist; she is the exact. She does the work behind all my ebooks that you saw online on our Million Dollar Library with the pictures. So that you see the uh, graphic and see the different ebooks. I have another gal, Joy Randall, who actually does all of our workbooks in the printed format. Uh, Victoria is my digital girl. She's the one who's completely changed my landing and swipe page at arealchange.com. Our main website is at forward slash blog, arealchange.com forward slash blog. But Victoria is the brain behind the landing pages. And Victoria does something very, very unique. She is what is called a modern homesteader. This fascinates me because, you see, I built my very first multimillion-dollar kitchenware business selling products to homesteaders, selling products to people who make things from scratch, who grow as much as they can on their land, who are as self-sufficient as they can be. And Victoria is my kind of girl. Because I love being, you know, I I don't like having massive grocery bills. I like eating whole whole foods. I like, like, you know, consuming everything we have and getting fresh. I like uh, being able to sustain as much as we can on our own. And I also love all of my digital toys. (laughs) I love the ability to connect with over 150 countries by the click of a button because of the Internet. I love to be able to talk on one phone line and speak to over 273 people all at one time.
1: Because of the internet,
0: and Victoria runs her online business in a homesteading type environment. Now, tell me what it's like. How many acres or how much land do you have?
2: We've got just um, over six, almost seven.
0: Almost seven acres, and you're a single mommy. I am. And how old is your baby?
2: Uh, Not a baby anymore. He's almost eight. Oh yeah,
0: yes. My baby's (laughs) fifteen.
2: He's like Hello, what, we seven. Three he
0: seven. He's how seven. old is he? Seven. Yeah, so I thought he's seven. Yeah, he's a baby. <laughs> yeah. And you know, and and you have a dream of writing a newsletter and creating products. Like one of them is called over, you know, over my kitchen table, where she shares different things and how to do, you know, container gardening and how to. Take care of your soil and how to, you know, sustain different things, how to grow herbs. I mean, so many different things. I, I have like a majorly surface knowledge of her deep knowledge. What is your website, by the way?
2: ModernHomesteading.ca.
0: That's right, because you're from British Columbia.
2: Yeah, waiting on the dot .com. It's It's almost there.
0: Right on. And by the way, this is a single mom from British Columbia who is flying to our Read Their Mind book tour event in Chicago. Nobody has an excuse i telling you, <laughs> nobody.
1: I can't, <laughs> I can't wait. wait to.
0: Be fun. See, can't wait to see you and hug you and see you in person. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a dream of doing this, and you got into some of our copywriting class, mm-hmm. and one of your major competitors was Mother Earth News. Mm-hmm. And because you got into WordPress, what happened? Well, you didn't have millions of customers and millions of people at your website.
2: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, ab- what happened was, as of this morning, I have a blog on the Mother Earth News website <laughs> and on Grit.com, which is another big one.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. And it was reported to me that you had actually outpaced Mother Earth News on Google with your keywords and your small little blog site.
2: Funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's the
0: truth, isn't it?
2: It is. No wonder they
0: wanted you to write for them, smart people.
2: Yeah, it's exciting. (laughs) I'm excited.
0: (laughs) I think it's amazingly exciting. And yet, you know what the reality is, is that because you did the work and you invested into your skill, and I know for a fact you didn't spend tens of thousands of dollars with us, (laughs) um, and you got your blog to bypass one of the number one site dominators on Google in your niche... Mm-hmm. They now have you writing for them, mhm, hmm. amazing.
2: Feel? It feels really good, <laughs> mhm, yeah, it feels very and good you've been
0: in our gold program and working like a crazy lady. yeah, Tell us some more what's been happening as far as like your Alexa score and your positioning on Google and stuff like that.
2: Well, just really super quickly. um, I just have to say that this having this website has been a dream of mine since two thousand six. And I've been through umpteen gazillion different ways of, you know, trying to get it going and trying to get it online. And, you know, invariably something else came up and I, resistance took over and that was that. So mm-hmm. it was... And after you kicked I,
0: it in its butt. I did, eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: because, Yeah. So I took your WordPress well, class wait last year. Okay.
0: Victoria, when we are in our copy classes and we're in our gold classes, we have groups on Facebook, don't we? Yes. And how has it affected you that when resistance crawls up your back and tries to give you a whooping, resistance is the thing that blocks your destiny, by the way, my friend, and you feel like in the quietness of your office, all of your dreams have become as small as the ant on the floor, even though yesterday they felt as big as the universe itself. When you're able to come to that Facebook group, where we have our coaching clients and you're able to say literally resistance is kicking my behind today but i'm still doing my blog post how does that affect you
2: i can't even explain how amazing it is to be able to go there on those days and to have everybody sort of cheer you up bring you up raise you up um mm-hmm. and then you go back to your work all renewed it's it's amazing it really is amazing it, it's-
0: it's a whole lot different than going to talk to a bunch of people who are trying what you're doing, but everybody else is fighting resistance and nobody's getting anywhere.
2: Or talking to nobody, yeah.
0: <laughs> or talking to nobody. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. what I did for four years. Mm. hmm. Wow. That's so exciting. I'm happy. I didn't
0: know it was that long. That's awesome. I'm happy. Well, I'm happy for you, and I'm just tickled pink because I know that you're fast approaching your way to being a ruby. Um, and I've just been blessed that anytime I need any help with my blog, and I teach all the time, I can teach you everything that is done on my blog. 99% of everything that's done at arealchange.com forward slash blog, I do myself. The only thing I don't do is the graphics, the only thing I don't do is the custom coding. And Victoria will tell you that is the case because she's been in our database and our three racks <laughs> on our servers, and she knows what I do, and I don't touch coding. Uh, that's what she does. I don't do programming. I don't, I'm don't. i not a graphics artist. I had to hire someone to get the colors to all look great in my house. That's not my gifting. I have no need to be gifted in that. I want to be gifted in what I'm gifted in. But you have got to be one of the most fastest executing implementer that I have ever had work for me really? when it comes to graphics and web mm-hmm.
2: well I'm honored to have had the opportunity, thank you
0: I think it's funny t- because whenever you send me an invoice and I pay it instantly how you say to me that you're shocked that I pay it instantly well let me share with all the people on the line money loves speed mm-hmm. so if you want money to come in fast pay fast
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That was, yeah that was great that was good Thank you.
0: And what's interesting to me is uh, this is just how I've been mentored. When a bill comes in, pay it fast. When people Mm -hmm. are really good, pay them more. Mm -hmm. Not, well, just make sure you can get as much as you can out of them. Don't pay very much. That's the kind of person who's going to struggle in their stinking thinking business. Right. You know, miserly is not prosperous. And so thank you, because, I mean, anytime I've asked you anything, man, you were just like, boom, like a lightning bolt.
2: (laughs) Well, it's been an honor. Thank you.
0: And if anybody wants to get a hold of you, they can find you where?
2: Uh, Yeah, that's my other project. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I I can give you an email address. The website's not quite finished yet. It's -hmm. victoria at com. So dakotacreekdesign.com,
0: Victoria. Or they can find Victoria Gazeley on my Facebook page. She can go to my page and say, it's me, on the wall. (laughs) And I know that she'll just be ten shades of red, but so what? Get over it. And then everybody can find you. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for being on the call and being my guest. I appreciate it. Thank you. And I have another gal that I want to bring up here. Just a quick second. And it's very interesting to me because she doesn't realize that for the longest time I begged God to give me 12 kids. Did you know that, Charlotte?
1: No, I didn't.
0: (laughs) And I have four babies in heaven, and I have three babies here. And for the longest time, my biggest, biggest desire was to have a ton of children. And I was no longer able to have children in 1998. And this was after many, many doctors said I wouldn't have any children. You know what? They just got their heads so far up into a place that it shouldn't be. They're constantly telling me what I'm not supposed to do, and then God just goes and does it. Don't you love it? And so, <laughs> But fun to me is that he brings all kinds of people into our business, into our our lives, who have tons of children. And I get to encourage and inspire other children, not to mention we've been blessed to help far more than just 12 children. And so I love the whole thing of Amy Carmichael. She was a woman who fed over 300 children. She's my hero. But Charlotte has not adopted but literally given birth to 12 children. (laughs) She is my superhero. So the next time someone says to me, I feel guilty for building my business. I don't have a babysitter. I don't know that we can afford it. I don't have any time. All they need to look at is charlotteseems.com, S-I-E-M-S.com. And Charlotte used to be, in her former identity before she stepped into her passion and purpose and told resistance to shut up and go back to hell where it came from, was a size 22. And today, for how many years you've been a size 6?
1: About three and a half. Yes. And what's
0: really funny is that such a teeny, teeny, tiny, miniscule entity of the DNA of who you are.
1: It's just a reflection yeah. of who you are.
0: That's all. That's all. Yeah. And you and I were talking the other day, and you were on a coaching call with me on the Ruby call, and there were some different oppositions and resistance you were dealing with. And do you remember when I said to you, so, Charlotte, do you ever get this temptation to just say, screw it, I'm just going to eat a whole honking cheesecake? And you nearly bust out laughing and crying at the same time and you said what?
1: Well, I get yeah. that temptation.
0: Sure. And I said, do you have you ever felt like, oh, just forget it. Everybody's asleep. I'm eating the whole dang bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> and you said, yeah. I said, but do you like sit there and meditate on it for three hours? Do you think that you're a failure for five hours? Do you like, no, what has become the dividing line in the sand? What do you, what do you do? You just say no. Go do something else. You have a strategy so that you eat the cheesecake in proper portion, enjoy it, thank God for it, and go on with your life. It's not satisfying every craving in your heart anymore. You eat the chips in proper proportion, and then you just go
1: work out. It's like whatever. Yeah. It was really big when you told me some things you process and some things you just resist. (laughs) It's so funny
0: because I don't remember saying that. And as soon as you said it, that was a divine word for me today. That's so funny. I think it's so funny how God gives me words for people, and it comes right back to me. Some things you process, and other things you just resist. Oh, thank you, God. He loves me. (laughs) That is good. See, this is why I love coaching, because God just downloads all kinds of stuff, and then I have tons of people around me who can encourage me (laughs) with everything
1: that he downloads. (laughs)
0: <laughs> some things you process and some things you just resist. And when the temptation comes, you just resist it.
1: Right. And I remember
0: when you got into our coaching and you were dealing with, you know, pricing issues and you didn't know about, the, you know, the layout of your copy and should I be marketing my product or should we be marketing a service. And what has happened in the last, I think you've been working with us for about, what, five months?
1: Um, It's been about six months now. hmm has completely rocked my world, changed me as a person, so therefore changed my marriage and my family in wonderful ways, really walking in more freedom mm-hmm. and um my business my income has grown exponentially let's put it that way in my list mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it and it didn't happen overnight and it it, no. it didn't happen i mean i worked i've worked hard. But I do know for sure that if I had not been in in your coaching for these months that this wouldn't have happened. I would still be struggling along with my little things and my little mindset issues and all those things. So I am so grateful that I made the investment because it's way, way, way paid for itself already.
0: Well, and and literally, that's just not a figure of speech because I remember when you said – you know, and I said, you know, you just sell 12 of them. You can just do, go do that again and again and again and sell 48 of them. And you were kind of like, really? I mean, it was almost like this. Are you serious? And then you dig that Black Friday special and you launched a coaching that, obviously, you can't be there live all the time, but you did it digitally. And you sold, how many was it in one weekend? 67.
1: 67 mm-hmm. coaching programs. So which was about $4,000? Yes.
0: Yeah. In a weekend? And I'll never forget when you said to me, "Oh my gosh, I think I just got to do that again." <laughs> and so, and it wasn't Black Friday. There was no special holiday. There was no whatever. She was celebrating the anniversary of uh, when she had lost her weight. And just this past week, you did another promotion.
1: And how yes, much did I sell
0: in the first? How much did you sell in the first twenty-four or whatever hours?
1: Um, well, the first, I had a two-day sale, and I sold fifteen hundred dollars worth. And this was a lower-priced product, some uh, some, some smaller things.
0: But so like how much quantity. was the price of the products,
1: so people know? Um, anywhere from nine ninety five to twenty one ninety five, and then a and then a couple of forty nine ninety five uh, programs also. So it was a holy mix. macro.
0: So you made fifteen hundred dollars with products that were under a hundred bucks.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, all of you them. You made
0: fifteen hundred dollars with products that were under seventy five bucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, yes, well. yeah. Oh yeah, way under. And <laughs> then
0: we got on a coaching call, and what
1: happened? Well, we were talking about some things, and you suddenly said, I think you need to run your special another 24 hours. And I had had people saying, oh, I missed it, and, you know, they were disappointed. And so we worked together, boom, boom, in those few minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a half hour. Yeah. Yes, yeah, half hour coaching call and sent out another email, and another $950 came in that day. (laughs) Some people don't make that in a week. It was incredible. (laughs) It was very
0: fun. Mm -hmm. And you're a homeschooling mom of twelve kids. I'm telling yeah. you, nine hundred dollars can change people's finances hugely. And now you oh, possess yeah. the skill to do that. And you're still in, in your skill. You're in a you're in a twelve month program. See, this is the kind of stuff that thrills me because it's not my desire to like make people dependent on me. It's my desire to give them the skill to activate what they were designed for. I didn't, matter of fact, you didn't say to me, oh, by the way, I'm doing a sale. Do you think it's okay? No, because you're a business owner and you took the strategy and you did it. And you made $1,500 and you made another $900 for a total of $2,400 in 36 hours. Some people don't make that in a week. Some people don't make that part-time babysitting in a month. Right. That's phenomenal. And, and were you on, like on the phone all day long?
1: Oh, no. No, I just kind of <laughs> checked in and saw the money coming in. <laughs>
0: So, <laughs> so you weren't like prospecting all day long on the phone?
1: Oh, not at all. Not at all. You
0: weren't like going from house to house and doing parties. I was at home mm. and doing my stuff. Yeah, behind your computer, hanging out with your kids. Yep. <laughs> Telling the potato chips to be quiet.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I just think that's so fun because that was a, an area that you had overcome in your life. And then God used that example, and he instantly downloaded that to me, that this was an area that was so hard you never, ever thought you would ever be a size 6. And you had overcame that, and you have now been a size 6 for years. And you see, the belief that it took you to go from a 22 to a 6 is the exact same belief somebody on this call today needs to exercise to step into their financial destiny. I've got a couple more people that I want to talk to, but some of you need to realize that April 6th, the very coaching that Charlotte's talking about, is opening again. We're actually completely sold out. But we're opening again for another 10 people in the second gold program. And, Charlotte, I don't know, is the 397 You pay $897 a month, and you said you're definitely making enough to sustain what you're paying.
1: Yes, I'm not even of, worried about making my payment. It's amazing.
0: That's so fun. Because I remember when you were worried about it. And I said to you, well, the way that you get over that is just go make it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And you looked at me like, I'll see for you to say. But then you had a very humble heart and you were willing to do all the different steps and, and it became your own. And then you activated it into your own. And we've got people in our gold program. That I actually thank you so much, Charlotte. I appreciate you. And and anybody taking any time out of their schedule tonight is amazing, but a mother with 12 taking (laughs) time out of her schedule. (laughs) Thank you so much. Now I know I've got a couple people from my gold program. Joy Randall, are you on the line? Yes, I am. And Joy is the one who actually has become my right-hand lady as far as executing our workbooks, creating all of our transcriptions, uh, items into a workbook. She's a genius at it. I don't give her any ideas of what to do or whatever. She listens to the audio and gets this divine download from God and has done a phenomenal job. She not only did our whole workbook on the total online blueprint, but announcement, we did a little survey today, Joy has actually created um, and, and we're finishing up these different things um a workbook that is a five by seven little spiral bound thing so that you can keep it in your purse you can keep it with you wherever you go to be able to execute and activate the social media made fun course and so obviously we do social media where we're out and about i wanted to make sure it was in a tiny little five by seven and thank you for putting your heart and everything into that and again it came out exactly like i would have wanted all the questions and everything in place just phenomenal and you're in our gold program Yes. And you, I totally believe, are um, birthing an enormous business. I mean, all I had to do um, is, and I've had a bunch of people try to create, you know, different things for me. Well, creating a 300-page workbook with somebody who hands you 10 hours of transcription without any direction, no graphics, and just says, I I think you can do whatever, you know. You have total freedom, total liberty. There's no right or wrong. Show me what you can do. That is a divine gift. You obviously have a background in doing this for, you know, the government, for professors and colleges and stuff as well. But what has happened to you since you've been in
1: the GOLD program? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, Two months ago, I didn't know where to start. I uh, didn't didn't really believe I could build
0: a business. I really didn't understand where my skill set was. Um,
1: I mean, on a scale of one to ten, I went for, I was at a zero as far as being able to build a business on my own. I'd had so many failures in the past, and uh, now it's at a ten. Um, mm-hmm. It's at a ten, and I have um, I followed. If anybody could hear one thing about strategy. If you find somebody who has what you want,
0: follow the directions they give you. Watch what they do and do something with it. You told me if I went out and blogged, it would all come into place. Just get
1: my website up and start writing. I said, what about? Well, just do it. And I said, (laughs) (laughs) I did. There's a few pieces between just do it. (laughs) (laughs) On the gold program, there was a few blood, sweat, and tears about what you're really, really good
0: at. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and you going, I
0: don't know, and then telling resistance to sh- shut up.
1: <laughs>
0: and focus on what you've been given. Um, what? I, and I have to tell you, that one little thing you did in the coaching, you gave us one little life hack trip, trip, um, trick. You mm. pointed us in a direction. I bought myself the book because you showed us something that was of value.
2: Mm. And,
0: oh, my
1: goodness, I've taken back five hours this week.
0: Right on, and what are you what are you talking about? As far as doing what? As far as what I took back? No, as far as what a book I gave you or a tip I gave you? Yeah, the life hack. Upgrade your life. Oh, the life hacker. Yeah. I kept watching you, and you know, I'm going. She keeps All these different this, websites that it. pop up, and how do you how to block uh-huh. them out with uh-huh. a Firefox plugin, so that when you go to the website, you're tempted with all that comes up is a white screen, and it says, "Get back to work."
1: <laughs> uh,
0: dealing with your email on one space, mm. keeping your inbox empty. I'm just sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm listening. So not, and you
1: talked about strategy, So I'm going, okay, she's doing something I'm not doing, obviously. <laughs> I want to be able to do that. So I listened mm. and I looked at the table
0: of content. So, you know, people that watch you, I mean, if anybody just watched
1: you on Facebook and Twitter, you're brilliant. I, I can't understand how people can't see it. I've gone from 19 million in my Alexa rating and I just got under a hundred, I just got under a million. <laughs> <laughs> just That's a in two million. months. <laughs> from no website. Very-
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. From no website. No there are
0: website. people who have a multi-million dollar product who can't get their dang Alexa ranking below a million. And so they're doing everything they can with all yet. the, yep, yeah, that's right, because you develop <laughs> the platform first, baby, and you get the keywords that you need, and you get targeted traffic flowing, and Google finds you, and bam, just like Victoria, you pass up the biggest dominator in your niche. That's how we, without one penny in advertising, own the number one organic listing for massive lead generation. (laughs) With WordPress magic (laughs) and getting that Alexa ranking down. And and you're not the kind of person who's like, well, I don't think so. I think I'll just blog my blog post when I feel like it. I think I'll just do my newsletter when I feel like it. I think I'll just do whatever I feel like it. And I'm going to ask God to bless me. No, you were like, okay, I I need to do this. Uh, I'm not very comfortable with this. I would prefer to just hide behind my computer, but I'm going to do this. And here you are. Yeah. And you actually just enrolled for one of our VIP days. Well, I have seen, well, I have to say, where you're coming to my house. I'm coming to your house. For a whole day. You're actually invited to, uh, be here the whole day have amity is going to come, we're going to take care of you, but girlfriend, we're gonna have sketchboards, we're gonna have journals, we're gonna have notes, we're gonna ask God for divine download. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna get our knees dirty, our feet in the mud, we're gonna do this thing.
1: Well, so I started at the gold program and then I saw the results I got in the gold program and I got the mm. results I I saw the results I got with what you gave us with my limited skill. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know for a fact when I invest, like you said tonight, if you have a strategy. My strategy is invest in education. That's where I've that's that's how I pulled myself up out of the pit. Mm
0: Hmm. And how much debt have you paid off? Two hundred
1: fifty-nine thousand
0: in thirty-one months. That's right. And if people want to know how she annihilated her debt, how I paid off over four hundred sixty-three thousand in thirty-one months, that's the. Um, war on debt program from dannyjohnson.com mm-hmm. yes and so you learned as well find a skill mm-hmm. activate the skill could mm-hmm. trying to figure out what the strategy is if it's working for somebody else do it See, so this is what i do i'm really not i'm really not that brilliant i'm just really good at if somebody says a, st- a skill works okay <laughs> <laughs> if somebody says this is when you need to send out your email, yes ma'am. If somebody says this is when, this is how your headlines need to be, okay, no problem. I don't need to know the how come, the why for, the what, what if. I just need to know it's going to work. And then it's the biggest is rush when it works, isn't it? It's
1: really cool when it works, and it's really cool that after you do it, you understand what Sandy told you to do. <laughs> yeah well no it's like big picture to detail just do
0: the big picture watch the detail will follow
1: (laughs) Amazing. good stuff
0: bless you thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and being on the call with me we are actually over time I just want to encourage everybody on the call if you are lacking skill it would be my utmost privilege and honor to work with you twice a week, an hour each session, eight hours a month, access to me every single day through a Facebook group, access to my team, people that I pay a salary to, to help you get the right answers, to help make sure that you are supported, to make sure that you're staying on track. Not everybody will. Not everybody will, sadly. But those of you who are ready, we've got some openings in our Gold Coaching Program, and you can find that under the Coaching tab at arealchange.com forward slash blog under Coaching. As soon as those 10 seats are sold, the door closes. We have our 20. I'm letting 10 more in. On April 6th, starting Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, all sessions are recorded. All recordings are become your property Becoming a member of the private Facebook group is part of your membership. I'm looking for people who are serious about getting skill. People who are serious about going from slippery to strategy. So I want to thank you for being on the call tonight. I appreciate everybody who's hung in there. We've gone over a half hour over. My handsome husband is waiting for me. One of my favorite things to do lately is make popcorn from
1: scratch.
0: It's wonderful. It's very inexpensive as well. And then he pours me a glass of nice wine. I think I want white wine tonight. That sounds yummy. Layer cake chardonnay. (laughs) Whatever your happiness thing is to do, be good to yourself tonight. Hug those who are around you. And remember that it's even strategy to get along with people. It's strategy to learn to love people. This is what I'm about, bringing people from all over the world into groups, into teams, into tribes, if you will, and let's make a real change in business.